Choo choo! The steeples train is back. We are live. Four hundred way in. We have no idea what Matthew is going to say about Russell, but we've brought him on on this channel. We are exploring a diverse range of viewpoints on what is the biggest news story in the world right now. And also, we're glad to announce that the tickets are finally available for a night with Matthew in Brixton, London, November 23rd. Link in description. As are the links for the Steeple Times and Matthew's Twitter. So please join him on all of the platforms. Matthew, this story has just grown by the day. Surprise, surprise, our friend Dame Caroline Dynage has been getting involved writing letters to Elon Musk, to Rumble, etc. What's your initial thoughts? Um, well, my initial thoughts about Russell Brand are that I don't personally like Russell Brand. I think Russell Brand is somebody of low quality. I don't think his humour was humorous. I never found him anything other than grimy and slimy and a bit creepy. But that doesn't mean the man doesn't deserve a fair process. Um Everything should be dealt with correctly. Um, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, as you know, and many of these people who have been writing to me about Russell Brand come out with all this stuff about things that I don't know which words you're allowed to say on your channel, but um, um, certain um, economic um, events uh, that they believe have cancelled this man, uh, things that he said on his things to do with conspiracies and the rest of it. Um, that is all very well, but um, I think it's very important to remember this, and I will be quoting you some quotes later when you ask me some questions from various people from the world of media, film producers, Daily Mail journalists. Um, I've got many people who are uh, top PR people who have been involved with this man. They all have their views. Now, some of them are positive and some of them are very negative. So um, before you all start to accuse me of being against this man, um, I don't know him personally. I know somebody who once dated him. She got rid of him very quickly because um, she realized he was trying to take advantage of her wealth and power and connections. Um and you only have to look at who, is, who has come out the ultimate winner from the first marriage. Um, you know, Katy Perry yesterday declared, I believe, I think it was a £180 million profit. And, you know, he, he belittled and treated her badly. Who's the ultimate winner? He's, he's making a few million. She's made £180 million. She seems to be the bigger talent of the two. Um, don't know much about Katy Perry, don't know much about her music, but clearly people enjoy her work more than they enjoy his. So there's an observation on that. But that doesn't change the whole thing that went on here. I think the Sunday Times did a thorough investigation. They would not have gone to print without doing such. The Murdoch Press, whether you like it or love it, if you look at what happened with the lady in California who ran the pharmaceutical business, whose name you probably don't want mentioned on your channel. Um, you know, he had shares in that company. He wrecked her in his, in his coverage in his papers. He lost $250 million in the process. 
you know, you can't accuse him of not putting his money where his mouth is, Mr. Murdoch, in this regard. And I do think that the work done by the Times newspaper was fair and correct. Um, and it must be remembered, none of these women have asked for money. They have not asked for money. And some of them have gone to the police. And some of them were turned away by the police. Now, there is a degree that there is going to be, in any case, embellishment. Correct? Can happen. Memory is malleable. You know, people cannot remember anything. But what I would like to say, my key point to you this evening will be this. The people who have written bombarding me, including a lot of people who have referenced your coverage, I think are hypocritical because... They support Russell Brand, but they are also the very same people who have sent me things moaning about Jimmy Savile not being dealt with whilst Jimmy Savile was alive. They defend Russell Brand now. Russell Brand's case could be dealt with now. Russell Brand could be shown to be innocent. Russell Brand could be shown to be innocent, uh, guilty. I think it is... It is quite correct that this man, and if you look at his past performance and things that went on, and I listened to the BBC Radio 4 Woman's Hour programme earlier this week, and I did talk about it. Um, it was a very interesting programme where they interviewed the lady called Alice. I don't agree with Alice's um, sentiments about various matters, but it, it is clearly a very unpleasant story that developed and the series of text messages, very unpleasant. So we can come to go through all of this in due course. So maybe you, I don't know where you want to begin. Um, I realize most of the people in this chat are saying they don't trust the media, the media have an agenda, it's all the media. Well, Russell Brand quite happily joined the media, was part of the establishment and he has made a fortune from it. So he, he is as guilty as anyone else of being part of it in the same way that the man who you all seem to hate, Jimmy Savile, who was never dealt with in life, was part of it. So, you know, who is really to blame here? Again, like the Philip Schofield scandal, what about, you know, the people in charge, the Martin Frizzells of this world, the people who enabled him? So Alice, for example, I, I, will, I won't read you all her quotes, but, um, you know, she said BBC cars were sent to collect her from her school. Addison Lee VIP cars. And they, would take, they took her, her to his home because they had to come to a decision with the executives about on the Channel 4 also. What, where was, how could they be seen together in public? You know, could she be his goddaughter? Because he couldn't be his, another kind of relative, because he doesn't have a sister. He couldn't be the niece or something. Um, you know, that kind of thing, or a brother. So I think that the big problem here, again, comes back to who enabled this man. You know, he went on a program with Vanessa Phelps and said, I, I want to have you two teenage daughters. This is shocking and appalling. And in any civilized society, people who go around making those kind of jokes in the way that Jimmy Savile made those kind of jokes are condemned. But this man, because, oh, he speaks out against all of this coronavirus and whatever else that um, they all 
think is a load of drivel and fakery um, should be forgiven. Well, I think that's hypocrisy and double standards. All right, you're getting asked quite a bit, Matthew, in the chat, whether you can comment about the online safety bill. The online safety bill. Well, um, well, I think uh, I don't know enough about the online safety bill per se. I'm not a politician, but um, I think that grooming online is very dangerous, and it will only get worse because the internet is not is is like the wild west. We need to have we need to have something that somehow makes these internet companies held accountable. The likes of Google make billions in profit. You know, when I had my own case involving Gina Miller with um, the Viscount St. David's, we found that it took, it took nearly six months for the police to get Facebook to cooperate because Viscount St. David's said, prove it's my account. So they had to go through six months of process as the police. And this was involving a very serious death threat online this shows how unaccountable big tech firms are you know in the same way big pharma firms don't care that you know 50 million pounds is get wasted a week on people getting prescriptions they don't even bother to get this is how they all become billionaires so you know this is a new era in which things are done differently the the problem with government is the government have yet to catch up with the way the internet operates. And that is why these online safety bills and all the rest of it are actually just weak and they are allowing these hugely successful companies like Facebook, Twitter, all the rest of it to get away with what they do with having no accountability. If you sent me a letter saying I will, you know, do something bad to you, um, I could go and give that letter to a policeman and they would then say, we'll deal with this. But if I, if you send that to me via Facebook, it will take months to be dealt with. That is the problem. And the, the people who abuse people like the likes of, you know, that Belfield man who, who is, you know, who, who was urging people to do all sorts of terrible things, um, that's how they get away with it for so long. And thankfully, people like that have finally been dealt with. I just think it is completely wrong. Question from Killer Heels. Why is Caroline Dinage sticking her nose in? What's Russell's allegations got to do with free speech? Um, well, Caroline Dinage is, um, you know, in Parliament and she has to do with media and the rest of it in her committee. Um but I don't think she's handled the Philip Schofield affair particularly well because we have no conclusions. Um, I think this this affair needs to be dealt with first by the Metropolitan Police, and then perhaps that's at which point she should get involved. So you think she's jumped the gun a bit here? Perhaps, yes. Um, I think she is trying to make a name for herself by involving herself in lots of different cases. Um but why doesn't she also go after Dan Wooten? Why doesn't she go after the Hugh Edwards story? She should she should be going after all of them or none of them. Um, I don't think Caroline Dame Caroline Dinage is particularly showing great um, 
success in her efforts thus far in other cases, so I'm not sure what her role is in this case at this stage. But I think this case is something that people are getting um, completely overawed by and behaving ridiculously about because it is a matter that should be dealt with first by the police and, and frankly, by the people who employed him should be held to account first before she gets involved in this because the parliamentary inquiry should come later. I agree. So Rain Peters is wondering, just because someone is part of the media doesn't mean they can't be treated like crap by the same media whenever it deems fit to do so. Isn't it weird that Channel 4 used to pay Russell to behave in that way and they monetized it and got sponsors from it but now they're you know the impetus of this documentary well times change the world moves on and standards have changed you know lots of people who associated with him for example the model caprice who i have met on a number of occasions um she said i'm you know that was normal when he used to do those things to me that was acceptable in the eyes of the the, the media but equally you know that he, there were incidents that haven't been weren't reported at that time, but have now being brought to light. Where he he would go into a dressing room and he'd have the door locked. There was no way for these people to get out if if the allegation is true. Now that is a very dangerous person if that is true, and you know people who criticise and say why didn't they say it sooner? Well, I think that is another part of the problem in this story. You know. For example, if you have been, if something like that has happened to you, you might not want to talk about it at the time. You want to block it out. And you've dealt with many victims. Many victims choose to put it in a box and then it ruins their life. And we should think of the victims in all of these things. The victims of this story, if they are victims, deserve fair process and they deserve to be treated properly and not to be called the dreadful names and horrible things that the likes of Alice have been abused by online. You know, crowds of 2,000 gathered for um, Brand at some comedy gig, and she said during that night all she was sent was abuse, um, you know, or via the, the internet about her, and she saw this. And can you imagine if you are a victim and you are a genuine victim and you are reading this? And I know many of you here don't believe Alice. And I know many of you don't believe um, the many other people who've come forward. Um, but if that is what actually happened to Alice, then doesn't Alice deserve her chance to tell her story just as much as he can have his story? Now, Mr. Paul Ding asks, can I ask what at what point will social media become judge, jury and executioner? Well, that's already happened on both sides in this case, because all of you people out there who are saying this man is completely innocent um, and all the people saying he's completely guilty are doing exactly that. So um, that is not really relevant to this matter, because that is what social media, the Twitterati, the Facebooks, the the other things, this rumble thing where you can say anything you want um, and get away with it. Um, you know, why isn't this rumble held accountable? I, I do agree with Dame Caroline Dinage in regard to that. I don't think um, the rumble should be um, 
allowed you, you cannot just go around on the internet i have been a victim of this myself you know i was i i've, I've sent a man viscount st david's to jail with, along with gina miller for what he did to us he offered rewards to have us killed on the internet so i have experienced online abuse so don't try and tell me i don't know about online abuse i have i get it on a daily basis I don't care. I don't pay attention to it. It only upsets me when they threaten members of my family, my friends. And that was what also happened to me. They target the people around you because if they can't get at you, they go after anything else. And these trolls on the internet, the likes of people who brought down that lovely lady, Yankee Wally, who simply speaks her voice about Meghan Markle. The, the, the targeting of her has been appalling. So... This Russell Brand, he chooses to put himself out there. And his supporters, come on, Katie Hopkins. She's hardly the voice of reason. She's the voice of wackiness. I've, I've met the woman. She's completely off the wall. She's completely mad. I wouldn't trust her with a bus ticket. I wouldn't trust her with a chocolate teapot. She, you know, this is the woman who went on, on with Philip Schofield and said, I don't like children with geographical names. <sighs> and, he, and Philip Schofield, in a, in a moment of rare sensibleness, said, well, your daughter's called India, love. Um, for goodness sakes. <laughs> Moments of sensibleness. <laughs> it is a rare moment for him. <laughs> it's a dribbling piece of dribble. <laughs> There's 1,500 in the chat, and I'd like to say to everybody, thanks for joining us today. Matthew's links are in the description box. Check out the Steeple Times. Many people have been asking about his event in London. Um, later tonight on YouTube, I will be speaking about the Bibby Stockholm, and I'll be speaking about <laughs> Roman Abramovich and other matters. I'm not particularly interested in going over Russell Brand again today because we're doing this here now. So I won't be going on about that, but... Um, Thank you very much to all the wonderful people who've supported me. And uh, thank you to the lovely people like my friend who is sitting here, Jono, and, um, for joining in. And we have a regular quiz and we, we read an Anne Robinson quiz book. And I recommend books to read. And I try and talk about pleasant things as opposed to the likes of Russell Brand, which I find very unpleasant. And I definitely, um, the people who are supporting... Uh, Katie Hopkins here, you're definitely off your rockers. Um, but, you know, to have Andrew Tate as your supporter um, and Elon Musk and all the rest of it, it's hardly, to me, the the sign that this, this, poor, this man is anything other than appalling. And I will come back to what I think is particularly appalling about Russell Brand was that incident involving Andrew Sachs when he made horrible calls to a grandfather, and and he, the other person there who I cannot stand also, Jonathan Ross, he should have been fired at the very same time. We are dealing here with a person who is offensive, who makes people cringe. I'm going to give you perhaps now, if you don't mind, um, some views from people I've been in touch with today because I you asked me to come and talk about this, so I spoke to people I knew. Um, I'll begin with a very well-known PR lady who has dealt with Russell Brand. She said he was a frightful thug. She found him irritating. Um, 
She doesn't mince her words about anybody, this lady. She was not impressed by his behavior. She found him hard to manage, hard to deal with. That was what she had to say. Um, a, a, a very important journalist who I know, um, I won't name her because she says, this is all a bit like a John Lennon cult. He's lost his agent, he's lost his publishers, he's been ditched, he's been thrown off the YouTube, but she says, I feel sorry for his wife. It must be tough for what she's going through because families, whoever you are, on either side of any story, they all suffer. You know, she said the she thought that the title of the program In Plain Sight was relevant. She says also, when they were laughing at him, what were they laughing at? Did the audience not think it wrong to be laughing about this terrible misogyny that he would come out with and terrible behavior. So that's the view of a very mainstream journalist. Um, um, a film producer I know from Los Angeles takes a different view. She says, apparently he was like this for years, but why do these women speak up now? Now, that's something you may want to, to explore. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but I, I think it's fair to say that people do come to things you put things in boxes and then they come back to them later you you cannot expect a victim to immediately react because victims become shocked i don't know how do you feel about this so i agree with you entirely matthew especially pertaining to the age of the victim because if it's a very young person they don't know how to process it psychologically so they put it inside a box and as they mature and they reflect and look back at what criminal behavior occurred, the realization sinks in that they do have some kind of legal recourse and they go to the authorities. I think one of the objections with this is that they went to the media as adults, but they didn't go to the authorities first. Okay, well, I shall read you um, Alice's, what Alice said on um, Radio 4 Woman's Hour. And this was obviously read by somebody else. And Alice was 16, so she was of legal age of consent, but she feels that the law should be changed. I don't agree with her, but I'll come to that after. So she said, this feels surreal. It's a long time coming. It's been an unpleasant experience. I'm, I'm not reading her whole thing. I'm just reading bits of it. I hope it means we can protect people in the future. I wasn't expecting my story to be taken so seriously. I think this response, his response is insulting. It's laughable. He's very much part of the mainstream. He just happens to have a YouTube channel where his audience lap up conspiracy. He didn't deny that he had a relationship with a 16-year-old. It was the biggest open secret going of people having awful experiences with him. It's just the tip of the iceberg regarding him. Um, she said on one occasion, he, he took her, when they first met, he took her number, asked her out on a date, and she told him she was 16. He said, okay, we're still on for dinner at 7.30. She says that that was technically legal. So she is not saying he's broken the law here in that regard, but it was a power imbalance. She was vulnerable. She was lacking in life experience of adult relationships. Her mother wanted to stop the relationship. She took her phone away. She confined her to the house. 
but she could not do that indefinitely because the girl had to go to school. She had to continue her education. She said she would sneak off. She was groomed by him and used another name, coached by him against her parents. I was legally allowed to be there, she says. And then she goes on to say she wanted to, she wants to see staggered ages of consent. I don't agree with her there because ages of consent, you know, and ages of voting. And I, I listened to a very interesting program about that as well, because there are people who want to reduce the voting age for the moment. On, You know, she wants to increase the age of consent. There are year, different people are different. Her argument is that in 1885, when the age of consent was set, the average eight life expectancy average life expectancy was 40. Now, that's why she thinks that that was the case. I don't think that this is relevant to this story. I don't think we need to be getting into a debate about the, the age of uh, legal consent for sexual relations. Um, but, you know, he decided with her that she could not be seen in public with him. And her agents were involved in this she claims um, and then it ruined her life she says it certainly had an impact going forward I felt cheap and dirty if I had to go for the bottom of the barrel I can never be disappointed is how she felt and it ruined her education it ruined her career she did work in television subsequently I, we don't know who she is but um, but it's a way of someone's life being and I don't think that is pleasant. And I think the fact that he makes these vulgar, revolting jokes about other people is, is testament to the quality of him as a person. Um, you know, the likes of Lauren Harris, who was this antique person who's changed gender, um, uh, claims she was used for sex, the six-month fling, she says. Um, let's just say the bedroom department... Uh, he, he liked the bedroom department, but that was all I was good for. That's how that person claims. He denies having any relationship with Lauren Harris. Now, you know, that's not, there is no allegation that any criminality occurred in that particular story. But this is all very seedy and it's all very shady and it's very unpleasant. But that does not mean, mean he is a criminal. It is for the eyes of the, the courts to decide that if, if a court case comes forward. But he is under investigation because complaints have been made and complaints should be dealt with correctly. Um, there we go. Do you think, Matthew, that when he looks back, he regrets this now? And like Claire has pointed out in the comment, I didn't like Russell during his vulgar comedy era. But he seems to have matured and dealt with his addiction. And he's got a family now. He's got two kids, another baby on the way. Well, I, I think I'd like to say, you know, I wrote about him back in what year was it? Let's have a look. Uh, 2021. You know, he made the most of the story about his rabid dog attacking a wallaby in Henley. And he thought that the, and the people made him out to be a hero. Now, how did anyone know that his dog had attacked this wallaby other than if he had given out that story? That is not something to celebrate. I, you know how angry I get about people who kill giraffes and elephants. 
And in this country, he is allowed in Henley-on-Thames, where he lives at the thatched cottage in Henley-on-Thames, um, which was in the, the Midsummer Murders programme, by the way, on two occasions. And uh, I did write about that place. And uh, he lives in his £4 million um, cottage. And he goes for a walk with this disgusting dog that goes wild. And, and nothing is done about this dog. The dog should have been taken off him. And instead, he ends up in the paper. And the son ref referenced him as a hero. I think he's anything other than a hero. He's just like the woman Claire um, Claire Sabden, whatever her name was, who was a barrister whose dog attacked a seal in the Thames. And she thought that she should be allowed to keep her dog as well. And she got to keep her dog. I think the people who allow animal abuse to be utterly shameful. He is not a responsible member of the community. And that dog was always on his damn show and it was being promoted as some kind of hero. It's a disgrace. So we've got a question from Secret Squirrel. How do we verify the allegations? Well, the Sunday Times have done their research. They would they've spent considerable amounts of money. They would not have got they would not have published this if they were going to be sued. So why if he if he doesn't like this, go ahead, sue them. Come on, Russell Brand. Man up, grow up and show up. Put your mouth money where your mouth is. I know many people, including members of my own family, who have been libeled by newspapers. And they have sued, and they have won, and they get paid out. So if Mr. Rat Russell Brand is innocent, sue. Please sue Brand. Come on. We had a media lawyer on last week, Matthew. At the end of the conversation, he dropped in that he was Philip Schofield's lawyer when he was live. Yeah. Um, but earlier in the conversation, he said that because the Times and Channel 4 gave Russell this eight-day notification right of reply and because of the public interest yes russell can sue but because of some legal he quoted some law he cannot win because of the public interest well no the, he, he has to prove that the case the, the 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 whole story was fabricated if it's fabricated he can of course he can sue that's utterly rubbish anyone can sue any over anything if you so wish you know Neil and Christine Hamilton sued Mohammed Fayed for the things he said, but you know it didn't go their way, and they had to, they lost that he lost his share of their house. Um, you know, I know many people who've been through. You know, Jonathan Aitken. Jonathan Aitken said he would take the Guardian on with the the um, the sword of justice and um, and the uh, the shield the shield of truth and. Uh, well, he was proven to lose. So he lost and he lost everything. And then he went to prison. You know, if you tell lies, you will get caught. So if Mr. Brand is so innocent, come on, you Brand supporters. And I see many of these people are saying, what is wrong with me? And good for you. For you know, I, I really don't care if you love or loathe me. It doesn't matter to me. I'm entitled to my view as much as you are. Um, well, that's the thing. There's the big issue. There's a big issue here of freedom of speech, and and just like we're all, you know, many people are fighting for Russell's freedom of speech right now. Yes, Matthew. Matthew yes. has his Matthew has his own freedom of speech as well. And equally, as I said to you, why? What is the hypocrisy of these supporters? Is that these are the very same people who go on about how, you know, Margaret Thatcher covered up um, Jimmy Savile, da da da, King Charles covered up. Jimmy Savile. Well, 
what are you going to say if they're proven to be right, these victims? Oh, there were, you know, oh, you'll still say it's all a cover-up and Russell is innocent. Russell Brand has to go through the same process as anyone else. And you would rather just sweep this under the carpet. You know, there's another case, which I won't talk about, a creepy Christian crooner, as I refer to him. And I think once he's dead, people will say, oh, why didn't we actually deal with that whilst he was alive? So the hypocrisy of these people who support Russell Brand to me is completely ludicrous. I don't know whether he's innocent or guilty, but he deserves fair process. But so do these victims. The victims deserve their voice just as much as he has. And the Sunday Times has done their investigation. They would not be putting this as a big news story if they did not have belief in it. And they have said of the new allegations, we will not be publishing them until we have investigated. Because, of course, now there will be the bandwagon jumpers, just as there were in the Operation Utrecht. 2000 in the chat. Link for Matthew's London event in November is in the description box, as is his Twitter and the Steeple Times. And we've got a very moving comment here from Sarah. Thanks for sharing this, Sarah, and being brave to say this. When I was 11, I was attempted. Someone attempted to our word. I told a teacher, and no one believed me. It has changed my life that how are these women feel about it at the moment? God knows. Well, there you go. And, you know, there was a lady um, recently, I don't know whether I agree with her or not, Daisy Goodwin, who made a formal complaint about um, somebody who worked at Number 10, who then subsequently stood to be mayor of London, um, Daniel Korski. And she was on the Radio 4 Women's Hour programme. And she made, the the incident happened to her in 2013, and um, she didn't make any allegation against this man until 2023. She did not go first to the press. She rang the Downing Street hotline because she's a journalist. She's the writer of the ITV show Victoria, and she's written many books. Um, but, you know, she says she feels that times have changed. And she said she did it because it was the right thing to do because the man was now standing for a high office. And she she would, she would didn't feel that her voice would be heard at any time before. And that because the the Downing Street people said, I mean, he's nothing to do with us anymore on the, as a worker, because he was, you know, he was a special advisor then, he... They said, we're not interested in this. So that's why she went to the media. You know, people have different reasons for doing different things. And sometimes a journalist can be more friendly to you than a police officer. I have been dealing with a case where someone attempted to strangle me in a restaurant. And the police have been utterly useless. I am now going to dealing with the Police Complaints Commission because that is my only way of recourse. And that is how it works in these stories. Um, you... You have to deal with things in the way that you feel right for you. A victim is a victim, and the victim should be respected. It's As I always say, when we talk about these murder cases, so, for example, when we interviewed the, the lovely Sue Homan, you know, everybody refers to it as the Michael Barrymore body in the pool. It should not be referred to as Michael Barrymore body in the pool. It should be referred to the murder of Stuart Lubbock, because... Stuart Lubbock was the victim, and his his children are victims because their father was murdered, and his father 
who campaigned tirelessly, was a victim because he never got to see justice for the murder of his, the rape and murder of his son at their home, at, at the home of Michael Barrymore. That is what is, that is what matters. And victims deserve to be heard. And Russell Brand, whether you like him or loathe him, he is seedy and ashamed. I'll read you some views from the Magnet, the local pub. Mm. And, you know, some of them actually didn't think he deserved to be, you know, dragged through all of this by the medium. But some of them said, you know, he's as guilty as sin. I hate him. He deserves to have a fair hearing, said another. Another said he's bonkers. You can see it in his face. You can see it in his eyes. Another said a lot of this stuff is probably true. Some of it is embellished. But the BBC have a lot to answer because they've allowed other presenters to get, get away with it in the past. And, and also Channel 4. You know, that is the, the thing. Somebody else wrote to me, the WEF are doing this to punish him. Um, I don't buy into all of this, but there you go. But, uh, but he is part of the system, said another. This is somebody who's a director of a top company who dealt with him. Part of the system, whoever, but he overstepped the mark, he had to be punished. Another one everyone knew about for the BBC to sermonize, uh, sermonize about is Rich after Savile. Even the director general knew that about the, the time. And this person's father was a very senior BBC person in the past. And that is what they have to say about it. He, you know, another said to me, he should be put in jail and turn over, throw away the key. Another said, everyone is innocent until proven guilty. But now it is the reverse. I feel sorry for the families on both sides. I don't feel sorry for him. Another said the 11th commandment is though thou shall not get caught. They said the 12th is it's not a crime until you are caught. You know, this is how people feel about it. There is mixed feelings, but whatever you feel, I don't think to say that this man is, is a moral crusader and a wonderful person in our world is something that is right. I don't celebrate him. Tracy's asking what Russell's dog did. Links for Matthew's yes. stuff are in the description. What did his dog do? His dog was a wallaby. Uh, sorry, his dog was a, a, a killed a wallaby. Um, his dog um, um, in 2014 um, was um, taken for a walk in Henley-on-Thames where he had a home and um, basically in this area of, of Oxfordshire um, which I know very well uh, my friends actually have a zoo there and uh, a private zoo and many places the wallabies have escaped and from various other zoos and various things and he, he and his um, German shepherd dog called Bear were out walking and his dog caught a female wallaby whilst it had its baby in its pouch and it mauled it to death. Um, and this disgraceful man who was called a hero by the sun um, let his out of control pet do this and then defended it 
and said, you know, you know, I I said in response, if Bran's dog had attacked a sheep or a child, which it quite potentially could do, given next it clearly has a penchant for blood, would the son so easily have leapt to his defence? The hypocrisy of this shocking story is clear. I said, and today we call upon the RSPCA and police to intervene before Bran's dog slaughters something else. I think this dog was a complete danger, and it shows that he is not a responsible person, and I really do think that that is utterly appalling, just as much as I have called out, and I have a 50,000-strong petition against a woman who was paid for Valentine's Day to go and shoot a giraffe. Her husband paid for that. And also against a woman who came to England to shoot sheep and then shove sex toys into them. And her name, Larissa Switlick. And she's a great friend of Donald Trump's children. And she is disgusting. And she went to a part of um, Afghanistan or somewhere where there were only three types of this mountain goat in the world left. And she shot one of them. So she's ruined, she's ruined the chances of them breeding again. You know, these people are manual, they're repugnant. And this Russell Brand and that dog, that's what made me initially dislike him. I don't follow his humor. I'm not interested in his, his cheap nonsense. I think he's a lowbrow waste of space. But frankly, that doesn't matter in the case of what has gone on here with these women but it does show the level of quality of him as does what he did with um jonathan um whatever his name was jonathan ross uh, jonathan ross i forget his name because i can't stand him either he's a no i cannot watch his show i think he's just boring and ridiculous but the way that they rang the grandfather you know a, a person who was you know, a, a respected person from Forty Towers and all the rest of it, and mocked him and left vicious messages on his answer phone saying what they'd done to what had gone on with their granddaughter. That's disgusting. That is reprehensible. That shows signs of your quality as a person. Why would you do that if you're a decent person? It's not funny. It's not correct. It, it wasn't funny in 1983, and it's definitely not funny in 2023. And I don't care what any of these people who are saying, oh, I shouldn't support him. I'm online harmed, says one of them. Um, well, I banned you from my own channel because uh, I can't stand you. You're out of nutcase. Um, please go away. These trolls are utterly boring. This man should be dealt with in the way that is, possible, is, is appropriate. And yes, another one asks about Wooten. Have I not called out for Wooten to be investigated? Have I not supported Byline Times, Peter Jukes, and all the people? They should all be dealt with. You know, I've, another one I've condemned, um, a man who um, has supported a lady you can't mention, um, who is in prison in Florida. Um, he's one of her main promoters. Uh, he, his victims have contacted me this very week with their allegations against him of what he has done. And I've seen the evidence of how he's threatened to silence them. And they feel weak and victimized. And I will be speaking with those people over the weekend. And I'm very intrigued to know where we go further with that. But I will possibly be doing something about that shortly. I think victims deserve a voice more than villains. 
And, you know, we used to do a program, the Royals and the Rotters. I put these people very much this lot in the rogue, the rogue, rogues and the Rotters. And, um, you know, the person who's just said, oh, um, what would I do if I was silenced and my income was frozen? Um, his income has not been silenced. Uh, it has not been frozen and he has not been silenced. He's still going around making his tours. He's still doing whatever he wants. He just doesn't. Have, he he will get his money back from the YouTube if um, if he's proven innocent and he's cleared. You know, it's just what happens with these situations. If you put yourself on a public pedestal and put yourself in the public eye, you're fair game and you deserve criticism as much as you deserve adulation. And so do I as much as anyone else. You know, we all we, we can all be criticised. Sean has had it himself. We've all been through this and. Um, Honestly, I don't see why you all have to jump to his defense when you don't even know the man or when you don't even know the victim. So it, it, it is a matter of balance and fairness. I have not said the man should be cancelled, removed forever. I said there should be a fair investigation. So we've got a comment from Secret Squirrel. You're missing the point, Matthew. The only investigating the documentary did was to bring forth these allegations. There's absolutely no way any evidence from 10 years ago would still exist. What do you say to that? Well, clearly it does. Because the Sunday Times had produced evidence of text messages, correspondence. You know, there you go. There'll be records of taxi receipts. There'll be records of many different things. They will not have done this lightly. They don't just go around and make it all up. This is not the Hitler diaries. You know, this is ridiculous to criticize an invest investigative journalist doing their work. It's actually good to see an investigative journalist for once doing their work. I would say, there you go. Um, I just think, you know, in the likes of the people who are saying, oh, I should be investigated. Well, go ahead, investigate me. I haven't done anything. So... Go after me all you want, you crazy people. That's just ridiculous. Can't they get a bog off? We've not had a, the first bog off of the night yet, Matthew. I don't need to address them individually. <laughs> I don't bother. I, think so, I, I, I can tell people to bog off. But, you know, they deserve it. Um, go, go away. Don't need to listen to such drivel. We've got a question, uh, question from Jean Myers. I'm confused that these women went to the Times Channel 4 rather than the police. Was that about money? I'm totally impartial, but you are deeming him guilty, which isn't fair. I think Matthew said it, it has to go to a court to be found out whether he's guilty or not. Well, correct. And also, I've also pointed out none of them have asked for money. They have not been paid for this. So Jean is completely ridiculous and talking nonsense in that sense. But I understand she's impartial, she's saying. But um, her point is not anything other than partial, actually. So, no, Jean's point is ridiculous. Claire has said the serious allegations were there could potentially be a conviction stem from his time in America. I wonder if a complaint will be made there. I think Claire's referring to a criminal complaint. Um, well, I think there could be complaints made on both sides of the the uh, Atlantic um, because he's lived in both places so there could be there could be all potential for anything but we don't know what that is yet so there's no point speculating on what we don't know about is there really 
Yeah, Philip Schofield's lawyer told us that the worst case scenario was that Russell ended up with a criminal conviction in the UK and a criminal conviction in California, which could create lengthy prison years sentence. It could, and it would also stop him traveling and it would cause him all sorts of trouble. Yeah. But so, he, he's currently able to continue making money on his Rumble platform. He also owns this pub where he's put up a, an illegal um, fence around it, which is being investigated for. Um, you know, he destroyed a local pub in the local community down there. I don't think he seems like a very decent man. The lady who I know of who had a brief relationship with him tells me that she um, she did not enjoy his company by the end. He was funny at first, but you, you got bored of him very quickly. And she was wealthy and she thought he could latch on to her. Uh, well, that was all he was after, according to her. I saw the headline about the story about Russell Brand's fence, but I didn't read the story. What What's the deal with the fence? He bought a pub and closed it down and fired all the workers long ago, and he claimed he was renovating it and making it into a vegan restaurant, and then he never did anything with it. And now he's put up a big fence around it, which is not he hasn't got planning permission for so he, he was planning on turning it into some kind of studio for his program with his silly dog, no doubt. That's what so, I mean. His work, and he, he put up the fence because he believes in the privacy of his workers with his dog and his, his sidekicks, I guess. So let him do what he wants. But um, I think it's a shame to waste the beautiful pub. It looked like a wonderful building, and he's, he's wasting it. I think we should, rather like the Crooked House, which I've been campaigning about a lot, and they should be made to rebuild the Crooked House. I think Russell Brand should be made to return the pub down there back to the community. Because the local community missed their pub. We all love a pub. Right? And, uh, I know you don't. Um, David Watts, has Matthew ever watched Russell's YouTube channel? Well, I've seen clips of it, but I'm not interested in Russell Brand. I think the man is boring. I think he's a boring misogynist and a creep i don't why do i waste my life i don't want to waste time in my life i'd rather read um the great gatsby or something else or or jeffrey archer um or you know war and peace frankly uh, or jk rowling and i and there you go i support jk rowling and there you go so before you all start saying i i don't support people who speak out i do support jk rowling I support many people who speak out. I'm not a complete believer in everything, but I don't support people like Russell Brand and David Icke, for example. Um, but they are entitled to their views. You know, I know Yuri Geller. I don't agree with what Yuri Geller believes in, but I don't mind him as a person. You know, we don't have to agree with everybody, but it doesn't mean I have to like everybody just because they speak out. Oh, just because they're a bit edgy. No thanks. I am not guided by the sheep who tell me what to think. And that is what many of you are, actually, because you are the same people who are calling out Jimmy Savile and saying, why wasn't he brought to justice in his lifetime? Well, let's go through the due process with this story. And if Mr. Brand is Mr. Innocent, he'll be proven Mr. Innocent. But then, of course, if he's found to be guilty, we all know what you're going to say then. You'll say oh, it was all a conspiracy. Of course, uh, you can't win with people like you, and I can't be bothered with you. 
frankly. You're entitled to your view, but I don't respect it. Go and hang out with Katie Hopkins and listen to her drivel. So next comment. Back in the day, Brand wasn't a great person. He owned up to that, but he changed his image. Should we forever judge him for the past? No longer forgive reformed people. He hasn't changed his image. He continues to say stupid things, and he, he, he allowed his dog to go killing wallabies. I don't think he's changed. He doesn't look different. He doesn't behave different. He comes out with wilder and wilder comments. I don't think that's reform. I think that's bonkers. You know, this is no, this man pretends he's some kind of modern day Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde had a brain. This man is a bore. He's a buffoon. And he's a, he's a complete blithering idiot. And I'm not a fan. And I'm entitled to my view. Um, I know many of you love him and you're entitled to love him. But I don't know why you love him. I think his humour is sick and disgusting. And he will be remembered in the same way as this Savile um, by many people, because even if he even if he didn't do these things, it's that he's accused of that are illegal. He's done things that are completely immoral, and he has treated people like dirt. And I don't re respect people who are bullies and buffoons like that. That is horrible. I would not invite him to a dinner party in my home. You know, I've, I had a, once had a priest at a dinner party in my home, and he groped a man and a woman under the table at the same time. He never came back. I can tell you that. That's disgusting. And it doesn't matter who you are. And this priest was a very well-known priest. And he has been sent away by the church to Africa. And I have I, I witnessed him with famous faces at my dinner table groping a man and a woman at the same time. And that is the kind of behavior that Russell Brand would go, oh, ha, 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 shall we call up the grandfather and tell them? Like he did. You know, that's the kind of thing that he did to that poor, faulty Towers man, Andrew Sachs. And that poor man had to listen to the, an answer phone message of such disgusting content. That is revolting. Utterly reprehensible. Shame on him. Yeah, they were on a call and Jonathan Ross said that Russell had beeped the granddaughter. Yeah. All right, so on uh, no, question, what... Sean, what... it is not all right. It is anything but all right. We should condemn this as reprehensible. Indeed. It was a totally inappropriate thing to do. And, and that Ross man, Jonathan Ross, should have been fired also. I will not watch his programme. He got, he got off quite lightly, I thought. He did. He got a bit of a telling off, but um, it was the, the executives who got the uh, bad treatment in the end. And there we go. Because it had been pre-recorded and they didn't notice. They, they let it go, didn't they? Of course, they never notice. Nobody ever notices. There's always a uh, convenient truth. Uh, <laughs> recollections of the facts may vary, as, uh, as was said in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> so yes, what do I think about Benny Hill? I I don't really. I, I Benny Hill came after I my too late for me. I I never really got to see this, but I've seen clips of him. But no, not my kind of person. Nor is Jim Davidson. Jim Davidson is a person who makes apologies for Gary Glitter. So 
are these people going to say, oh, Gary Glitter should be given forgiveness? Um, absolutely ridiculous. They're in the same league, these current characters. They're all revolting. And they come out, Jim Davidson was an apologist for Gary Glitter. And, you know, he goes on there and makes horrible remarks. I won't read out the Jim Davidson jokes, but, you know, he made jokes about beating up his wives and other things like that and thought it was funny, saying that, you know, he, well, he walked through Southampton and he saw one white face. You know, this is, this is not acceptable. We, I, have, I have friends from all backgrounds. I had an Indian friend who came to visit me here and a local man in the local hostelry who is known as Conspiracy Something, I won't name him, um, made a rude reference and said, you are a dirty... Let's not, let, uh, let's not repeat it, not repeat it. ...word. Yeah, yeah. No, I did not say the word. Okay. But that is very insulting to a Sikh Indian. And that is wrong. And he also said he would have my mother. And I said, you will not be in my presence, you revolting piece of toe rag. And I don't like intolerance i have friends i i went to university with the king of ghana's son he is the head of the ashanti tribe and he is a lovely friend of mine his father was a street sweeper in camden before he became the king, the head of the ashanti tribe <laughs> i have friends who are from you know deepest darkest alaska or i have friends from all over the world they're all treated the same I have rich friends. I have poor friends. We should all be tolerant and decent. The likes of Jim Davidson and Russell Brand make jokes that are sick and wrong because they want to appeal to the lowest common denominator. I don't understand why you want to belittle people. The man who is the street sweeper is just as good as, ma as the man in the Rolls Royce. The man in the Rolls Royce might be bankrupt tomorrow. The street sweeper actually might be richer than him. Treat everybody the same, depending. It doesn't matter about how much money they have, what color they are, what creed they are, what faith they are. I have Northern Irish friends. I have, I have friends who are Catholic. I have friends who are Jewish. I have friends who are Palestinian. I don't understand the need to be vicious and unkind. And Russell Brand has made a point of making misogyny his his school, just as Andrew Tate has. And women should be subservient and they should just do as they're told. Well, the suffragettes beat them long ago. You know, I didn't, you know, I would not approve of people throwing themselves under horses because I don't think the horses should be hurt. And I love horse racing. <laughs> they made a point and they had to make a point, And that's how they made that point. I don't agree with the IRA, you know, and what they did because they killed a lot of people. But they made their point and, you know, they still exist, but they exist in a lesser form. I think people have a right to have a voice. And these people like Russell Brand, when they get closed down because, oh, they, they think it's all a victimization because of what they dare say, that a bunch of stupid conspiracy theories that are a load of rot. He's a disgrace. The man is appalling, but he's not being cancelled because of his views. He has built up a culture and a following in the hope that if ever one day 
he was put in this position where he was accused of the sexual related things that he is alleged to have done. He, he These people will say, oh no, they're closing you down because you actually spoke out about, you know, a virus or uh, this and the other. No, he, he, has, he has manipulated his audience as much as Katie Hopkins did. Katie Hopkins is a bankrupt who has libeled various people. You know, this, these people are not correct in their behavior. Stand by your word. Don't try and make yourself a victim when you get caught. Sorry, I, for, for other things. It is nothing to do with these other things that you get yourself involved in. It's to do with your personal conduct in this case. So let's see. Let's see if the man is innocent or guilty. Let's see how the how the dice fall. Let's see how the dice fall. So comment from Eleanor. One of the Ten Commandments is beware of false prophets, idols. And D. Smith is asking, why would anyone want to be a celebrity these days if you, if they can't use their status, influence, and power to take advantage of people? Then what's the point? Well, D. Smith clearly doesn't get the point. That is very clear, because um, for a start, I hate the word celebrity. Um, what is a celebrity? Please define it. Um, you know, Marilyn Monroe perhaps could be a celebrity, but um, the D-list, Z-list, Daniela Westbrook defending um, this um, Russell Brand is, is not a celebrity. She is just a person who shoved um, lots of stuff up her nose and destroyed her nose in my view i have met her um but um what is the point of being a celebrity if you cannot take advantage of it well surely you should be famous for actually having achieved something not taking advantage of what you get when you get there that is ridiculous you know the likes of maggie smith or um anthony hopkins they are talented people and they should be celebrated for the talented people they are, not what, what can they get from it. That is ridiculous. One of the most silly things I've ever heard in yonks. Absolutely appalling. Completely load of nonsense. Question from Crazy Jane. Are his employers not just as responsible? Well, I've already said that, yes. I agree. Totally. We've already gone through that point don't understand what question doesn't it we've already covered that point that's silly to ask what again. Do you, matthew what do you think about the fact that russell's subscribers have increased by tens of thousands since the program aired on saturday well i'm not surprised because people of this type jump on the uh, bandwagon don't they and of course well he Look, people will. The people have a right to believe whatever they wish to believe, and some people do believe this stuff. But as I've already told you, this man, conspiracy person that goes to the local pub here, he believes that the earth is flat. He believes that the late queen used to go to picnics in Canada to eat children. Um, he believes that mobile phone masts are um, are dangerous, and and um, wind turbines are evil, or whatever he believes in. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't have the BBC. He doesn't have this. He doesn't have that. You know, he only eats this. He only eats that. Um, but meanwhile, he, he happily sits there playing on his mobile phone. Um, I think these people are crazy. But 
they're entitled to be crazy. So we, we live in a free society. They are entitled to do what they wish. I just choose to think that, that I, they're not for me. So it's fair enough. They're entitled to their views. Question from Sander. Why do you think Dan Wooten is still hiding in plain sight and nothing has happened to him? Because I think GB News is a terribly regulated com uh, company that should be brought into properly under investigation. If Dame Caroline Dinage, or Dinage or whatever she's called, daughter of stupid, boring old man, who quite frankly was tedious also, um, they should... Um, they should jolly well treat GB News in the same way as other things. Um, I think that GB News is keeping him there because they've made such a fuss about various things and they've brought him in and they don't know what to do. They're, they're, out, of, they're out of control. And they're trying to buy the Telegraph newspaper at the moment, the owner of the, the, the thing, um, Sir Paul Marshall. And I think... Um, I think GB News is something I wouldn't even turn on for for two seconds. It's so boring to me. It's just rubbish. If Mr. Steeples was the accuser's barrister, would he be confident of winning the case? I have no idea because I don't know their full case, do I? So I can't answer that question. This is a relevant question. How do you know that the alleged accusers have not been paid? Um, from my from my media sources, I've spoken yeah. to somebody very senior in the media prior to this, and um, they know about this. So none has asked for money at this stage, um, and he has also acknowledged, you know, elements of his behaviour were not appropriate. So at this stage, we are at a stage where. He admits that he has not been a, a proper gentleman for a start, let's be honest. He's not a very pleasant man, and I've already said this repeatedly. I don't need to keep laboring the same point. Um, We've got Derek Atwood in the chat, and he said, oh, Bog off is short for bugger off. Well, Derek, Derek Atwood, your, your father is a wonderful gentleman. I remember speaking to him on Christmas Day, and uh, <laughs> he's a lovely gentleman, and my... My, I will raise a glass to Derek Atwood and the, his lovely wife and your, your mother. Let's, let's bring Ziggy in to have a smile. Hello to Ziggy. Yes, cheers to Ziggy. Good morning, Ziggy. Big smile. How are you a good boy drinking all that milk? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. He looks like you. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> so we've got Matthew Steeples live. If you've got any more questions, put yes, them in the chat. I was going to say, how much time have you got left? We can do another, another 10 15 minutes. And it, if you want to see Matthew live in London, the link is at the top of the description box for the November 23rd event. And let's see, it's going quite fast, the chat. Let me see if I can get... Um, okay. What about your government asking corporations to cancel him? Is that justice? My government? Dinage. Well, um, 
I don't think that this question is kind of relevant. It's, it's just a silly thing to ask. I don't, don't see the point of the question. It's just a silly question. Um, the, the, as I've already said, uh, you know, this, the, the, that investigation comes later in the day. Nothing is going to change at the stage of this. So I don't see the point of the question. Um, regarding Julian Assange, he's got nothing to do with this story. So Julian Assange's situation is to do with America and here and now and what happens next. I don't think, that, I think that this is a very different kind of case. Um, Russell, uh, Russell Brand is not Julian Assange. They are very different people. So I think we should separate out that. Um, it's not all conspiracy involving the pair of them. They're not connected. So they are mutually exclusive stories, I would say. This is from Moonbeep. Why weren't charges of indecent exposure laid against Brand? If you stand by in a school full of minors and flash, you will be arrested and prosecuted. He exposed himself in front of a minor in the studio. Is that a fact or is that just a... I, another, no, I another, another allegation. Um, that's an allegation, but if there is footage of that on a camera or something, then why is it not investigated? But I don't know anything about it, so I don't think it's fair to comment. I don't comment on things I don't know about, so no. I like Russell Brand, but he's a bit over the top sometimes, but I think he might be guilty of something, but he's getting slain by the media, which is not right. Um, well, you're entitled to your opinion, Diane, but I think your opinion is not really helping the narrative. Thank you. Bob Monkhouse considered Benny Hill a good friend. Was wondering what Matthew thought of Bob. He seemed to me a decent guy. Um, I've never met Bob Monkhouse. I know who he is, but I couldn't comment on Bob Monkhouse because I don't know him. So I'm terribly sorry I can't answer your question. Next question. Yeah, I remember um, watching Bob Monkhouse uh, as a kid. Um, Does Matthew think Brand is targeted for being anti-establishment and the elites are on to him? Um, well, Sonia is a person who came to visit me uh, here in Broadstairs. I know Sonia. Mm. She's a magnet. She is a, a local visitor. Um, I don't believe he was targeted for that reason. I think that this man has not been targeted for any reason. He has simply um, gone too far, and people who are his victims are finally choosing to speak out. If they are his victims, it will be proven in a court of law, and we will see what happens. So that is all that needs to say. Why do you talk about someone you despise so much? Why bother from Anna? Um, well, Anna is completely moronic because I don't despise Russell Brand. Um, that is a stupid comment. That is a stupid thing to say. I don't hate anybody. I dislike Russell Brand. That is very different to the word hate. So Anna should think about what she says before she types on her keyboard. She's one of these keyboard warriors who comes out with silly remarks. I think she sounds like a silly person herself. And um, I was asked to come and speak on this channel about this by Sean Atwood. I was not asked to come and speak on it by you, Anna. Um, I, I chose to say yes. That is my choice. 
Um, if you don't like it, turn off, close it down, go and read a book, go and listen to um, classic FM or whatever you, music takes your choice. Go and listen to um, Eminem or whatever you're interested in. But please, Anna, think before you hit your keyboard because you really personify the village idiot. And I was inundated with viewers and followers requesting that Matthew come on. And so, so Anna's question, wouldn't you agree, was a rather stupid question. I think she needs a bog off. So, Lucian, I don't... I've already told her what I think. I've told her, go and listen to Classic FM. You know, cheer yourself up, love. Enjoy yourself. Find something that makes your evening happy. Because you didn't have to come and say such a silly thing. You are clearly a little bit uh, a sandwich short of a picnic. You are a strawberry short of an allotment. You are it's... a fool. It's... I can't stand morons. I cannot stand the idiots of this world who talk drivel. And this is the problem of the modern generation. This is what has been created by text messaging and people sitting there and they're typing probably into their mobile phones to ask these questions, which I can't do because I've, I've got big fingers and too big. I write letters. I don't. I write lengthy letters, and I get put it published in all sorts of stupid places. And I spend time thinking before I write, and then I edit what I write. And these people just write what they think. And it's drivel. And this is the problem of what the modern day media and social media has given everybody in this world. We type everything that we, we spout drivel. And that, that is what she just did. She is a fool. And I hope she goes and listens to some lovely music and enjoys her evening or watches a Coronation Street or a Emmerdale or a, or a Love Love Island or whatever nonsense she watches. Um, Housewives. Desperate Housewives. No, I, I don't think they make that anymore, do they? <laughs> I don't know. I don't what, what's, the one, what's the show that you hate? Um, oh, I Essex? Essex? Loose women. Loose women. That's what I meant to say. Loose women. Trying to get you started on loose women. Well, even Katie Price has agreed with me. She's furious. <laughs> and I'm very annoyed with the skank. You know, she's avoided another bankruptcy hearing. But the skank's son, son uh, went on there and they didn't mention her name. And she's very angry about it because they mentioned Peter Andre. But the skank should be great. Next. Great. Next. <laughs> trips this, uh, recently. Um, and she's a bankrupt. How can she afford these 17 trips? We need to know. The public must be told. The skank needs to be dragged before the Rolls Building, the Royal Courts of Justice, to answer why she hasn't repaid her debtors. Come on, the skank, Katie Price. Pay up. We need the next question. I don't know if Brand is a sex offender or not, but surely this press may affect a potential trial especially as this is the first UK entertainer with a chance of being convicted since Nutri. Hasn't Russell's right to a fair trial been jeopardised by all this, Matthew? I don't believe so, no, because um, the victims have yet to be named. They've yet to, he's yet to be charged. We will see. We will see what happens. He 
he he is a provocateur himself. He made videos saying things about it himself. He has continued to speak about it. He's not chosen to listen to probably the advice of his lawyers, which would be go away and be quiet. He is choosing to continue to go on and on about it. He's taking a strategy, and that's his choice. He's, he's fair enough to do whatever he wants. No one has stopped him doing it because he's entitled to do it. He is entitled to defend himself. So we all respect his right to defend himself. Yes. Right. Looks like we've zipped through the questions, Matthew. Have you got anything to say in conclusion? Well, I just say um, instead of um, leaping to the defense of somebody, remember this, you know, remember the hypocrisy of the supporters of Russell Brand. They moaned about Savile not being dealt with whilst alive. Yet they defend Brand, who could be dealt with now. He could be proven innocent. He could be proven guilty. Let's see what happens and let justice prevail. And that is a fair point. And I think that is a reasonable point. And to all the people attacking me, you're entitled to your view. But I don't really give a damn what you think. Indeed. We are all about free speech on this channel. We have a variety of viewpoints on as many subjects as we research. So we have to respect Matthew's viewpoint as well. He has his freedom of speech. And if you want to see him completely uncensored, come to London, November 23rd. Link is in the description box, as is his Twitter. And if you and want to see me later talk about something else, you can join in at 9 o'clock, and I'll be there to talk about that. Much love and respect, Reverend.